Now, the lotion of the Torah that we just read, he brings the Kosva Rambam, he brings the Rambam Zarichus, Viharama Kosa. Very often that means that the Rambam says one thing, the Rama is arguing. What would be the Mokom for Machloikis? The Rambam seemingly omits the din that the Rama brings, that if the Moichim maliciously uh, passes off goods that are defective, that the Moichim has to pay for the Lekech's expenses. The Rambam doesn't say a word about it. It doesn't sound from the Rambam that there would be a Mechaif. Why should there not be a Mechaif? Dina de Garmi is a fact, all over Chayesh Mishpat, that if somebody causes, maliciously, somebody causes somebody hefs it, even if it's indirect, he is Chayef as Dina de Garmi. That's a good question why there should be Dina de Garmi. But where that would come from would seem obvious. We learned at the beginning of this segment that there's a Machloikis between Tanakam and Rishim Gamliel. And the machloikis that's mentioned in Bava Basit Tzadik Gimel Amid Beis is a machloikis whether you're chayv on the hoitzois. Seemingly, Rav Gamliel holds your potter on the hoitzois. If you potter on the hoitzois, it would seem that you're potter even on the hoitzois of the malicious uh, disinformation that caused the lekech So the Rambam would learn up the sugi in Bava Basit that lecheretz muvur lahalocha that you potter. Now the shells then, what does the Ramah hold? What's more interesting is the fact that Shulchan Aruch brings the Rambam, Shulchan Aruch is in Reish Lamed Beis, Sibchof Aleph, Echov Beis, the Shulchan Aruch brings Mochal Yisroim HaNecholim Kiranichitim Vesarim, he brings the whole Arichus, and then Halakech Mechem Chavev Yishum Melichim Dineploinis, all the details that we had in the Rambam, that's Vishus HaMoichir, if he told him that he's uh, transporting it. He brings the din, the din of the Ramah. So he brings the Lashon of the Rambam, he then brings the Lashon of the Ramah, it doesn't sound like the two are a stirrer. Shulchan Aruch should bring it as some type of the Rambam and the Ramah don't fit together. So the one who puts a finger on this is the Drisha, in Sivkot and Chof, and he says like this, the Rambam never argued on that din of din of the gami. Mew, That means that the Rambam is discussing din of the mekach The fact that there might be a zayte gechiv, a chiv, which comes from another area in halacha of mazik din of the gami, has nothing really to do with what the Rambam is talking about, which is germane to the halachas of mekach tois. Mew Epshalama the Ramada Kosov Hitsa Salihala Moikher, time with the Svila the Pluktas Tanakam of Shungavli Omairi, Afilbiyoda Moikha. They would learn it would be possible to say that the Ramah holds that the Machlaikis Tanakam of Shungamlil is talking about where the Moikher knows about the Mum, Vafilubiyoda Svila the Tanakamadenikai Boitsa. The Tanakam holds you not chayv on the hitzor all v'harama posakir v'shum gamliel. Maybe the machlokes tanoim is gufo whether there's a chiv gami and the and the rama is paskening like the Tanakam. V'harama, I'm sorry, is paskening like v'shum gamliel. V'harama posakir Tanakam. So maybe there is a machlokes rishonim which would seem to be the lashon of the Torah. When we lashon amagid, we say siyashu v'yosim because v'harama kosa, like we point out, the rama kosa. Sounds like the Ramah says something else than the Rambam. Meloshin Pluktum. Meloshin Asogis. Meloshin Amagin Mishnah. Mashma the Rambam Posekir Abonon. Veraivit the Polygolai Krim Shum Gamliel. That's Mavur over there. 
ומיהו הפינש זוב, בשולחן אורך עירב דבריהם וכוסר, דל לקח לטפו וחזר עוסק, דת לקח איס חייב to return to the מויכר, ושאין על המויכר קיים מויצו, the מויכר is responsible for the expenses if he had told them. ואם יודה המויכר במום, חייב אף מויצו שלא ילוכר, משמע דלא פליגי. שולחן אורך, like we just read, doesn't sound like the Ramah, the Ramah are arguing, he brings the Rambam, and he adds the din of the Ramah. See, he blinds the Tzorchin. That means, it would be Shaykh said this is Machlech Tanoim, and the Shailah of who the Paschal like. Maybe you could say it's Machlech Tzorchinim, maybe not. Why would there be a dispute about din of the Gami? We could maybe make an argument that din of the Gami is only where I, for example, let's say, a case that's mentioned in Baba Kamadav is a case of where a an expert tell somebody, there's a question whether he should buy a certain uh, coin, whether it's authentic or not, he tells him, buy it, Lamaisi, he didn't really look at it carefully, turns out the coin was counterfeit. This would be the equivalent, today's terminology, that would be the equivalent of uh, an investment, somebody who advises clients what to invest in. An investment broker, portfolios and so on. He gives a bad piece of advice, which was based on careless research and so on and so forth. But over there, the reason why that's true is because Behedya, he told him, go buy that. Over here, I didn't tell you to buy it. You bought it. So maybe I'm not as much mukhuyiv. It's not as much a din degami. That's debatable, but it seems by the Drisha that it is debatable. Maybe it's a makhloik's tanoi. Maybe it's a makhloik's yushayinim. Al-koponim de shulchan arach al-ochlamaisin certainly does pass in the dezachiv. Therefore, if somebody sells somebody uh, electronic goods and he knows that the stuff is inferior quality and because of that the fellow who buys it, who's a uh, who's in construction, puts them into 50 houses, and now they have to be in a whole development. Now they all have to be ripped out. Some electronic, let's say, the smoke alarms, and now he has to go back into 50 houses, r- rip out the wiring and the whatever he put in, put, uh, pull out the smoke detectors, and then put in new ones. His expenses that he incurred in sending his workers in and having to rip it out, all that the moicher, if he knew that the schayr was deficient, will be mukhuyiv to pay. Uh, just a case in halacha lamaisa, whether will actually be moitzi moment, normally when there's an outstanding machloik sapoiskim, in chayshim mishpat, the muchzik has control over the situation, on the one hand, the mechaber does paskin like the ramah, on the other hand, the inference in the rambam would seem to indicate, if he doesn't bring this halacha, that he doesn't hold of it. More so, the Gemara that we mentioned, the Gemara says that you do have to pay for expenses. That's the Gemara Tzadik Gilman Beis. The Rambam doesn't mention it. The Ravid does mention it. The Rava Magid says clearly the Rambam not mentioning it would be indicative that he holds that there is no Dina Degami in that case and he passes like that Tano. It seemed to be a Machloikis Tanoim whether there's Dina Degami in that type of case. Which is strange because you have a Machloikis Tanoim uh, in the context of Mekach Tois, really arguing about above a Kamadika Halacha needs a little bit Toisephus uh, Hezbeh, but that is what it would seem. Maybe we might propose a possible solution based on something that we mentioned when we read the Gemara carefully, the Makhloik Tanakaman and Rishun Gamliel on Tzadikim Lamed Beis. The Rashbam over there points out, the Lashon of the Rashbam is, is that the reason why Rishun Gamliel holds that the moicher who sold the defective merchandise, the defective zaroinim, is chayiv on the hoitzois, is because of a knas. 
This would seem to indicate that the Rashbam does not hold that Shaykh to Din de Gami. And the answer would be what well, we explained. It could very well be that Din de Gami is only, even though we do have a concept of Din de Gami, of my giving bad advice to somebody in bad faith, and because of that he lost money, I have to cover his expenses. But the Gemara's context, which is in Bavakamadav Kuf, is where I give him advice and I tell him to do kach kach, he does it and he loses money. That's as if I did it, because he relied on me, if I'm a professional, the Gemara speaks out. I'm a professional, he relied on me for professional advice. I told him invest kach kach over there is buying a certain type of matbea. I told him invest in that firm, he listened to me because I'm the professional. I'm chayv to cover his expenses. But over here, I never told him to plant. Now, it seems facetious, because... Of course he's going to plant. What else did he buy the seeds? Remember, these are seeds that are clearly for planting. No matter. It could very well be that there is no chiv in the gami. And the Ramah might hold the Tzmachalik Stenoim and Paschal that there is din the gami. Whereas from the Rashbam would seem to be meduyik that there is no din the gami. The chiv of Hoytzois, according to Shulam Leel, is a knas. You sold in bad faith. We're going to make sure that the next time you're going to do it right, we're going to cancel you. We're going to give you a knas, a penalty. You're going to have to cover his expenses. You sold in bad seeds. You cover the, the fertilizer and the lawnmower and the plowing and so on and so forth. But not that it's a mechaiv the din gami. So this might have major ramifications. We might be able to extrapolate a machloikis rambam and rama on whether this din de gami in this type of professional relationship where an investment broker doesn't say he doesn't take on the oil of investing for the client or telling the client to invest in such and such stock but he only does another business deal with him which would mislead the client in the direction of investing i can't much lose the case but you'd be able to find a case where he didn't tell him do kach v'kach, but somehow as part of a a uh, business, uh, a business partnership that's formed because of that, Lekech was misled into investing into something else. Let's say uh, two people um, they join together and they invest. Reuven and Shimon were mishtatif. Reuven's bad faith of explaining to Shimon the details of the deal has Shimon investing together with Reuven. Reuven pulled Shimon into a partnership which pulled Shimon down financially, because he was part of the partnership, which was in construction, Shimon then invested in another firm that's providing the uh, the the electronic, the heavy machinery that's necessary for that type of construction, because he thought if the construction company is going to work, then he'll be able to use one company to buy and sell off the other. He invested in the other company, turns out the construction was bad, so the metal electronics lost, and so on. You get the idea. I never told you, when I schlepped you into the partnership, that you should invest in the other thing, but it was clear that you were going to do it because that was the natural place to go because of that. Am I responsible for those losses? According to the Rambam, yes, maybe, yeah. According to the Rambam, certainly not. So the Machlech's Tanoim is whether there's a knas in order to promote responsible, uh, good faith business practices. According to Rambam, no. There's Dina Degami, which is a real halacha. If you fool somebody, you pull somebody into a bad deal uh, as a matter of bad faith, you're responsible. That's according to Ramad. There's a major machloikis that could have very big ramifications in areas outside of Mekah Tois, as we explained. Beyond the, the sugya of Mekah Tois, so to speak, in terms of when am I allowed to nullify the sale, there's also a whole nother frontier, which is 
after I decide that as a customer I'm not satisfied, and rightfully so, if it fits the criteria of Mekak Tois, I have a right to give it back to you. But that's not as simple as just saying I have a right to give it back to you. Who has to pay for the shipping and handling back? Who's responsible for the goods until they're shipped back? While we're in discussion back and forth on how to transport them, who's responsible for them? Who's responsible for the storage? And we also had an added discussion, which is not part so much of Hilchis Mekach Toys. It's a new idea of Mazik, is if the Meicher willfully passed off something that was defective, on the customer, is he responsible for the fact that I spent a lot of money using that merchandise installation, farming, and so on and so forth? Let's start with the second Nakuda that we were just Ma'ira. The responsibility for the, uh, for the, for the watching of the Chafetzim until they're actually returned to the Rishul Samaicha. So we learned in the Sibchaf Aleph, in, which we learned in the tour. We're going to read now from the Shulchan Aruch because we want to learn the Nesivis explaining this halakha. And the Shulchan Aruch just says, "Vafilu nignav oyovad That's a discussion, by the way, in the Sma, which we're not going to go into. Is it before he told him lechari he's definitely responsible? After he told him that he wants out, that he wants him mivatul lemecha. So I'm not holding on to the chefitz. Hareu b'shus Then it's the responsible. Of the The last few lines in the Nesivis of Cotton Test is after he brings a Bach with a Ritva that discusses this idea of what makes the Lekeach, Achiroi, responsible for the merchandise. He doesn't own it. It's the Meichers. The sale is nullified. So why would he be responsible? Once he knows about the mum, remember that when we started making toys, we learned Rambam, Ravamagid. If the lekeach is to learn about the mum, the lekeach discovers the defect. And he has a decision to make. Does he want to make waves go back, get his money back into a fight with the Moicher? Or does he say, look, it happens, a bad lemon, I'm just going to keep it, it's not worth the fight, so on. Or, the, the price of the stuff went up, so I'm making a decision, I have a customer that's waiting for it. Even if it's defective, it's worth it for me to take the stuff as is. That is the customer's decision. He's the Lekech is in the driver's seat. The Haloch is that to the extent that the Lekech decides to make his piece of it, the one who, the deceiver, the Meicher in this case, cannot uh, call the shots and say, no, 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 I want it back. What would be right now? Let's say Lekech would, uh, there's a, you know, one of these, one of these Hechetimtzes. Uh, the the Lekech meets up with an Isha, and he wants to be Mekadosher, and the only thing he has, like Yehuda in Parashas Vayesh, the only thing he's holding in his hands is this merchandise that he just bought that he was planning on giving back as a Mekach Toys. If he'd want to be Mekadosh Yishoy, so what happens? Let's say he's holding on to the Skyra. Yeah, it's not even such a far-fetched case. Uh, a guy puts all his capital into $100,000 worth of merchandise. It comes, the stuff is not up to par. Right now, his money, he already wired money. The, the money is by the Moichah. The schayr is by him. The stuff is not great quality. He can return it if he wants. Right now, he has an opportunity. He has a customer. 
He lined up a customer for the $100,000. He's bringing it in from someplace else. He has a customer here. He could explain to the customer that the stuff is not up to quality. He's not allowed to pass off defective merchandise uh, and, and, and be on the deceiving end. Before he was on the receiving end, now we, he's not allowed to be on the deceiving end. One wrong doesn't permit another one. So he'll tell him that, listen, here's the stuff. I'm willing to, uh, let's say, re- renegotiate. And the guy is still willing to take it for a good price because he knows that he could pass it off to somebody else. Not such a far-fetched scenario. The halacha is that he can make a decision on the spot that he's willing to keep it. So he definitely has an option biyodoi and he definitely has something from having the merchandise now. Even without informing the moicher that he's actually going to keep it, he sends him a, a, an angry text saying, the stuff is junk, I want to give it back. Let's say five minutes later, while the stuff is bishusa, he decides he wants to keep it because, again, customer, etc., he has, it's an opportunity. He could, he could, make, he could turn a profit. Are they having this stuff? Bahai Hano, with this ability, that means he has something out of it. He has it in his hand. He could do with it what he wants if there would be some type of benefit. That's enough to render that he's not just holding it for somebody else. He's holding it with benefit to himself. He's having some type of financial ability. Holding on to it. That's Hashem Yisrochah. Ben Nosamois, Ben Loy Nosamois. Doesn't make a difference if he's holding on to it, connected, getting his money back. If he's not holding on to it, it's not like a mashkin. That's what the Nesiv is proposed. Boy, you don't need to come on to that. V'chein niri iker. V'gam ashach evidei azu, davashem esochar, umash v'shakein svil lele iker. We were mitzayin in Liesa Iyun, Rambam Shemulev, it has a beautiful share on what seems to be a machlek sushenim, if he's a shem esochar, shem echinom, but the Nesivis, the shach, are going with the shita that he's a shem esochar, but he know that he has the ability to hold on to this chayra if he wants, because right now an opportunity knocked at his door. But he know he becomes a shem That's one point the Nesivis makes. The Nesivis picks up this line of reasoning in Sivkot and Yeralov. Tushtik l'chleira. V'ovar enignev hareu b'shus loikech. Loikech is responsible. Nira. Demhuzal b'shosh enignev de'enim misham rak mashashov b'shasagnev. What happens if the invoice was filed, the sale between Reuven and Shimon? Then was filed, money was wired on January 1st, the Shkhairu was delivered to Lekech January 15th. January 17th, he already realized, he starts unpacking the boxes, he realized the stuff is not finished. It's a Mechach Toys, the stuff is deficient. He tested, he drove a few, it's not. So January 17th, he texts the Moicher, I'm sending the stuff back to you. The Moicher doesn't answer, because most times when people get an unpleasant piece of news, they usually don't respond right away. It's January 17th. He was medium that he wants to be mavatl. And then on January 18th, the value of this chayr takes a plunge. What happens January 18th? January 25th, as they're still wrangling back and forth, the Lekech has the responsibility, like we just pointed out, to get it back to the Moicher, the stuff took a plunge. It went down. January 25th, there's some type of problem in the warehouse and or the door was left open by the, uh, by, the, by, the, by, the, by the night guys, by the night shift. The stuff was stolen. Under the watch with the responsibility. It wasn't an onus. It was something that could have been prevented. And we say that the lekech is responsible. Hey, when he told him January 15th, that he, 17th, that he wants to send his chayra back, it was worth 
January 25th, what was stolen from him was only worth $8,000. How much does he owe him? Does he owe him as a shoymer, who's chayiv kishas when the pshia took place, which was January 25th, he only owes him $8,000? Possibility A. Or, no. All I'm doing is I'm holding on to it for you, connected my $10,000. So, I'm forfeiting, I'm not going to get back my $10,000. Says the Nesivis, Niridim Huzal B'Shoshe Nignav, De'enirim Mishalem, Rak Mashashova B'Shaz Gneva. He's only Chayv, January 25th, he's only Chayv $8,000. Because as far as January 17th is concerned, you owe me back. I texted you and I told you this stuff is deficient. I have a right to get my stuff back. You owe me $10,000. Okay, now I have to get this stuff back to you. I'm responsible for it. I was negligent. $8,000, give me $2,000. What I just told you in Sivkot and Tess. 